What's up, everybody? It's four o'clock in the morning, on my way to work. And uh, today I wanted to start my day with uh, an episode that talks about how shit your machine workouts are. And so if I triggered any one of you by the title of my episode and I got you right here right now listening to me well I accomplished what I wanted <laughs> um so hear me out all right hopefully I get to uh either convince you or get you to look at things differently because uh there's a there's pros and cons to everything in life and uh, so therefore there's pros and cons to machines as well. All right now to all the average individuals who have haven't done a single thing to better their health and their fitness levels and all that stuff uh, and you just decide that enough is enough and you open up the doors to the gym which is already as uh, intimidating as it is and scary and you go and you do machines you camouflage yourself and you just do machines I applaud you seriously I'm not sorry I know I come off as sarcastic I'm not sarcastic at all why do I applaud you because something is better than nothing okay um, so I, I really do However, um, to, and this is, uh, cause I, I saw this yesterday. I always see this, uh, when I go to the gym, uh, I go to world's gym, shout out to world's gym, pretty good gym. It's the only big box gym that I have in the, uh, in the neighborhood. But, uh, uh, I see trainers. <laughs> yeah. I see trainers, uh, put their clients on machines. And let's just be real here. Tra- trainers at World's Gym. I don't think this trainer was getting paid a lot because uh, it was just pure shit. But you know, you're paying a lot for you're paying. It's expensive to pay for a trainer. And this trainer was literally just watching this person do machines. Like le- I think it was a leg. Ex- yeah, leg extension. And she was counting one, two, three, four, and then descend. Good. One, two. Don't give up. Don't give up. Lâche pas. You got this. It's like, okay. Uh, I just wanted to. And th- it's horrible. Okay. Um, and you're wasting your money. If a, any trainer puts you on a machine, you should fire her or him on the spot. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to go into. Uh, the mistakes that trainers do. I just made an episode dedicated about that, uh, my last episode. So if you guys didn't listen to that one, please do. If ever you're interested in hiring a trainer. Um, I'm going to talk about machines. Okay. So machines, what they're, what the main focus of machines are is that, uh, they isolate a, one to maybe two specific muscles um, uh, that you're working. Uh, 
Okay, so for example, leg extension, all right? Uh, you are isolating the quadricep muscle, right? You're solely, you're only working out the quads, right? That's given, right? So whether you, you hold it up, you, you hold that position up for four seconds, for four second tempo, whatever, regardless, you are hitting nothing else but the quads, all right? And your famous leg press machine, okay, that everyone, there's always a lineup for the leg press machine, which always makes me cringe. Uh, depending on where you've placed your feet, uh, you could probably hit two muscle groups, which is the hamstrings and the quads, okay? But if you go on your toes, then you get the calves. Like, okay, then you get the fucking calves. Like, whatever. Um, that's all fine and dandy. That, that's all cool. And like I said, for those for your average individuals who go up, who who decided to make a change for yourself, and you just want to stick to machines for now, or you've been sticking to machines for a year, two years, whatever. Look good for you, something is better than nothing. However, here's what uh, machines uh, do, okay? Well, besides what I just told you, um, they build muscle, okay? A lot of people are, you're probably telling yourself or telling me right now under your breath, yeah, but machines build muscle. And uh, I'm here to agree with you. You're absolutely right. Machines do build muscle. Okay. However, you really got to beat the crap out of your muscle uh, out of, you really got to beat the crap out of yourself to, in, in terms of machines to really strengthen that muscle building signal. Okay. Now, if you guys, if you guys just, uh, joined into my podcast and you only listen to this one, I suggest you go down a couple episodes where I talk about uh, signals that you have, that you create with your body uh, while working out, okay? So um, I'm going to talk about the signals that you make when you use machines, okay? So keep in mind, machines are an isolation workout. So they isolate that one specific target muscle that you're working out and that it, that's all it does, right? Um, so pretend that the, the, the signals that I am, the signals that you're creating, okay? So everything starts by the central nervous system, okay? Any stress, any stress that you... Uh, that you put yourself under, uh, your central nervous system uh, gets it, okay? And our bodies, our main job is to adapt to the stress that we put it under. So believe it or not, breathing, walking, all these things that we take for granted for uh, is a stress. And um, so machine workouts are a stress, and the signals that we're creating, the, the, the muscle building signals, are being sent from the central nervous system. 
and the volume of the signal that you are creating that is being sent to your muscle fibers from your central nervous system, your CNS, is as loud as my voice right now. Okay, I don't have a low voice. I've always been told that I'm fucking loud. Librarians hate me. I don't feel comfortable in library uh, in libraries. I'm just a loud fucking guy. Okay, I can't whisper. I have a very hard time whispering. And uh, so, with that being said, this is the volume. I'm actually paying attention to my my voice right now, to be honest with you. But this is the volume that you're creating. Okay, so it's kind of like knocking on the door of the muscle fiber department and be like, hey guys, here I am. This is machine. This is the stress from machines here. Just want to say uh, I'm here and uh, hope you all are doing all right. And uh, look, if ever you got the time, uh, let's build, let's get a little stronger here, boys. Here we go. Okay. Now, um, if you guys have a specific timeline, uh, like if you guys need to gain like 10 pounds in like three months or six months, whatever, um, like if you're a bodybuilder, that I'm going to get into that. Actually, I'm going to get into that right now. There's, there's ways um, to, you know, like pe- everyone has their reasons to use machines, right? Whether if you just want to camouflage into the, the, the scenery and people watch while doing doing machines. That's a great way to do it, by the way. I love people watching, especially in the gym. You see all the fucking weirdos and all the different kinds of shit people do. But a lot of bodybuilders use machines and they, they like, I'll give, I'll give you guys this, you bodybuilders and bikini competitors, you guys come up with really interesting tactics to, to use machines. Like it blows me the fuck away. And, uh, they tend to superset with like body weight exercises and then with the machines and, um, keep in mind guys, these bodybuilders and bikini competitors they literally train and they put themselves through a f- unnecessary stress, unhealthy stress, just so they could look a certain way to go up on stage half naked, all tanned up and bronzered up to be judged by other people. And I know that's very shallow. All you competitors, are like, hey man. <laughs> Look, that is literally what you do, okay? And if you guys wanna, if you guys are gonna sit, are are if you guys are gonna disagree with me and say that what you're doing is healthy, you are absolutely the stupidest fucking people I've ever heard. Of. That you're so stupid, it's and your head is so far up your ass. Please, please, I like to hear your argument on that, okay? Now, with that being said, I'll give you guys this. You guys really know how to use machines, okay? So, everyone has their reasons to use machines, okay? And with that being said, another great reason to use machines, I'll give you a a reason when I would use machines, okay? Just in case someone listens to this and calls me out when I'm at the gym. So, before you call me out, shut the fuck up and listen to this shit, okay? Um... I have a hard time, depending on the days, 
um, getting my left hamstring um, stimulated, like ignited, kind of like to get it working. It's it, it lags a little bit. That that's that's what, that's what I feel. Keep in mind, I've been in the fitness industry for more than 15 years as an athlete, uh, so uh, performance was the main motivator in my fitness uh, career, okay, um, and one of my coaches, and this was, ex- this is extremely effective, by the way, uh, a very extreme, a very effective uh, uh, way to use machines, um, you, I use the machine to assist my main priority, which were, uh, Perfecting and strengthening my compound lifts. I'm going to get into what compound lifts is right after this example. So what I would do, what my coach would make me do uh, to warm up actually, is I would, only with my left hamstring, is I would do uh, three, I think it was, yeah, about like no more than three sets of 10 reps with a four four second eccentric eccentric uh, emphasis basically I would go I would count to four while I would descend my my leg and um, that would really because like I said machines isolate that specific muscle group uh, it got my hamstring firing up and uh, because I was a long jumper believe it or not uh, my jumping leg was my left leg and you generate a lot of power from your hamstring right and um i remember it was in 2012 my coach uh he came he came from senegal and he had these very unique techniques to to for whatever situation and i remember i jumped my all-time best it was like seven meters 67 and um yeah and uh, got me uh in the running to qualify for the the London Olympics and uh, yeah, so I'll never forget that. that. Out of everything that I was taught as an athlete, that was a huge, uh, that was a huge lesson for me. And I used machines religiously, but only to assist with my compound movements. Okay, now uh, what are compound movements? Compound movements. You're gonna hear. You've heard me say that a lot in my episodes, and you're gonna continue to hear. To uh, hear me say that a lot. Compound movements are basically uh, what I like to call the four big lifts. Okay, and the four big lifts are any type of row, any type of pressing movement, so overhead press, bench press, whether it's flat, incline, uh, squats, and deadlifts. Right, whether it's a barbell or a dumbbell. Okay. But it has to be barbell, dumbbell, kettlebell. Like it's not, it's not machines, okay. And um, if I would have to choose compound lifts or machines, it would be. And what you guys should choose or start really emphasizing and prioritizing more of is compound lifts. Now, why is that? Okay, I'm gonna touch. I'm gonna talk about. The muscle building effects. Okay, so remember, I just recently, just before, I was talking about the signals, and I was talking about uh, the, what the machines, uh, the signals that machines make, uh, that's being sent from your CNS to your muscle fibers, and it's as loud as my voice. Now, 
when you do compound lifts, all right, and you work, trust me, um, a lot of people don't do compound lifts because it's fucking hard, right? You can't just get off the couch and just bust out, bust out a squat with perfect form. Some of you guys can, and girls, some of you girls, guys and girls can, and men, good for you. That's, that's fantastic. But some of you people have to work for it, right? And it's the working for it that you guys don't want to do. But it doesn't take long. Some of you may take a month to, to kind of adapt. Because keep in mind, our bodies are amazing to adapt to the stress that we put on ourselves. But once you get to an actual, once you're able to deadlift, whether it's just a bar or squat or do any type of pressing movement, <clears throat> the signals are this fucking loud. Your CNS gets this signal and starts sending it to the muscle fibers and sends to the muscle fibers to build fucking muscle. I'm going to stop screaming my head. Whoa. So that's loud and fucking annoying and very irritating. That's just my, that's just the way uh, I sound. I find I don't, I, I, I feel like I don't have a voice for radio. So if you heard that, um, I don't know how loud your volume is, but my apologies. Sorry, not sorry, basically. <laughs> but it's just to give you an example of how loud this signal is. It's fucking loud. You can't ignore it. It's there. Okay? So, because it's so loud and annoying and like fucking in your face, um, the muscle fi- it, it's a huge shock to the muscle fibers. Which kind of explains why at first like you're sore. Like to a much greater degree when you just lifted like you just did like four sets of 10 reps with the bar versus doing four sets of 10 reps with 500 pounds on the leg press right and that's because compound movements involves much more much 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 more than two muscles okay like for a squat it involves your quads your hamstrings your calves uh so many joints to be aligned your back your core muscles because it, it involves the whole entire body to be moving in one in one complex kind of movement okay and that's why the signal is so damn loud and because it's so damn loud and it's so annoying you build muscle much quicker especially if you're a newbie and you could be a newbie doing machine who've been prioritizing machines for so long. The amount of muscle and the amount of changes you could do to your body, positive changes that you could do to your body is so great. And so it's, you could do so much more prioritizing compound lifts in a shorter amount of time than doing machines and I can argue, I could. I, I just opened a bank account for an education fund for my kid where I put a significant amount of money in it. I'm willing to take all that out. I'm willing to fuck up my kid's future to put this on, to bet, to bet on this. I can guarantee you, okay? I'm, 
I'm not really gonna do that. Don't don't take don't take that. Don't message me. Yeah, let me take that bet. I'll just fucking. I'll take the argument though. I love to hear your 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 opinion, but my I'm right. Sorry, not sorry. Okay. Now, with and this is just one of the benefits that compound movements give you. I'm not even gonna get to. I'm not even gonna begin to talk about the hormonal, uh, the positive hormonal changes and the improvements that it does, the benefits that it does for hormones, ladies, and uh, the j- just the 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 positive stressors that you're putting on your body because it's so. It plays such a detrimental positive role in our bodies for, for, for so many reasons. I really need to dedicate an episode that is much longer than 30 to 35 minutes to, uh, to explain the, 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 the positive impacts that compound movements do that other workouts don't. Okay. But, um, with that being said, I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to talk about uh, a client of mine. His name is Pablo. His name is really not Pablo, but for the sake of his privacy, um, I'm going to talk about this guy named Pablo. Okay. And Pablo is a doctor. He's a GI actually. And a GI, uh, gastrointestinal, I don't want to destroy the title, but I think I already did, but he's a gut specialist. And one of the things that's super cool about being a gut specialist is that um, he's under the microscope a lot. So, like, he could actually perform. It's one of the only professions and special uh, uh, specialties that you could be in the office and with, like, a client-to-client basis. And you could be under the microscope and actually do uh, surgeries and all that stuff. He would uh, explain to me how it goes and it was fascinating. But... And he's a doctor. He's been a doctor for like 15 years now. And um, a leader in his domain. But uh, one of the things that uh, has happened from his career over the time is that he has upper cross syndrome. Severe upper cross syndrome. Basically, his upper back, he kind of has like a... He slouches over, right? And that's just because of the way he positions, positions... himself uh, uh, when he does his job, okay? And uh, you get that a lot for people who sit, who have office jobs. So anyways, uh, I got in touch with him from a friend of a friend. And um, he is, he's been going to the gym uh, for 10 years and he had a trainer for six. And I knew this before even sitting down with him and giving him an assessment, all that stuff. So for me as a trainer, going to Pablo's house because he has a gym at his house because the, the gym that he used to go to closed. Um, I felt very confident that like I have a lot to work with and so does he. We both have a lot to work with, right? Assuming, you know, he's been, he had a trainer for six years. You could get a lot done for six years, right? So, um, he said that he had his trainer. When he had his trainer for six years, it made him uh, it kind of gave him this responsibility to like dedicate at least two sessions a week. He, he dedicated two sessions a week for two years. Okay. Um, 80% of his, of the year, he would dedicate two days a week. The other 20, it was like vacations and, you know, Christmas break and all that stuff. And, um, 
So I go to his house and uh, right off the bat, I noticed the upper cross syndrome and I said that to him and he had no idea. Uh, he, he knows what it is, but he's like, oh, um, okay. Like that was a red flag to me because fucking trainer you're supposed to fucking say like it's obvious so um i asked him to do like a deadlift and a squat just with no weight it literally just with a broomstick and i don't know if you guys watch national geographic uh sometimes i watch that uh after smoking a joint oh my god i smoke marijuana fucking sue me um shit's fascinating right I get so in tune and the guy's voice, I forget the guy's voice, but magical voice. Anyways, National Geographic, you see like animals giving birth to like baby animals. And uh, some of the baby animals that you see is like a baby giraffe or like a horse. And you know when they get up and they're all fucking lanky and like limp dick everywhere, they could barely walk and shit. Well, that was uh, Pablo doing the squat and deadlift and bench press and all these compound movements i made him do fucking guy was all over the place so i was like okay look we you just finished work uh i'll give you the benefit of the doubt so i uh, i stretched him out gave him some uh prime exercises primer exercises to kind of get the muscles firing central nervous system activated and still baby giraffe um and then I asked Pablo, I was like, yo, Pablo, uh, and this is the first, literally the first 30 minutes of our session. First session is always an hour and a half. Cause I got, I want to get the assessment done and kind of give him my evaluation. And then I asked him, I'm like, what the fuck did you, what the fuck did you do with your trainer? And this motherfucker, I, I don't blame Pablo. He said, oh, we just did uh, machines. And he said it in a way where it was normal. Like, oh, yeah, you know, we just did machines for... I just paid him, like, $80 a session, $160 plus tax a week. And we just did machines. Like, I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. So let me paint the picture uh, here for you guys. A guy who went to the gym for 10 years and then decided after four years of his, of the start of his 10 year kind of fitness, uh, life invested in a trainer for the remaining six and only did machines. And this guy couldn't do a squat or a deadlift with a broomstick or bench press with dumbbells and barbells if his life depended on it. That does not make sense. Like, I don't give a fuck if you're a paraplegic, okay? Like, you could, you know, it's unacceptable. Unacceptable. Especially if you have a trainer. Okay, if you didn't have a trainer, I would understand, but this guy had a trainer for six fucking years. Just got to work. So if I if my voice sounds more calming, then because I just got to work. So, with that being said, um, this is one of the things that machines do, does. Right, uh, your body adapts to this. Sure, your 
And this guy wasn't muscular at all. This guy's considered what you like, what I like to consider skinny fat. Uh, he's like six foot two, and he was like a hundred. He, he was a hundred and sixty pounds. And uh, at the time, and this was like seven. I've been with him for seven and a half months. No, yeah, seven and a half months. This is what machines do, man. Like, sure, you build some muscle, but. Your coordination and your overall body control is thrown out the window. You could be the buffest guy or buffest girl or the most physique, best looking physique ever, right? But if you can't move your body properly, like what, what does it like? What, like at what cost? You know what I mean? Mind you, you can't get fucking jacked as fuck only doing machines unless you're on anabolics then i can i'll like that's the only excuse so anyways back to this story right so um i told him like listen pablo pablito um you're not gonna like this but uh you're crap like this was a crappy assessment crappy first day bud but hey we all gotta start somewhere and i applaud you for doing something Rather than doing nothing. And uh, good for you for taking the initiative to kind of ask your friend who knows me. Who I'm friends with to, for a trainer. So I'm here. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, you may not like it. This may be completely different for you. But um, uh, because you don't have any machines in your house. And even if you had machines in your house. Uh, we're not even touching machines. We're going to get you stronger. We're going to get you really strong. Now, this guy's lifestyle, keep in mind, uh, Pablo's in his, uh, uh, thing. he just, he's like 41, Pablo. And um, his eating habits, believe it or not, as ironic as this is, this guy, he's a gut specialist. This guy loves his fucking candy. And I didn't want to, uh, like, as a trainer, it's important to just, do one thing at a time. You don't want to just suffocate your client with, oh, you got to do this, and then you got to do that, and you got to do this. It's like it's like golf, right? If you, The reason why I fucking hate golf is because you there's so many things you got to watch out for. I just want to hit the fucking ball, right? So for now, we're hitting the fucking ball, okay? So I just said, um, and I asked him about his diet, his eating habits, and this guy eats candy almost every day. And, uh, hey, I, I laughed at that. That was so ironic. And, uh, he goes to this cafe, uh, this little, uh, resto place in the hospital here in Montreal. And, uh, he eats uh, like a chicken, uh, chicken, f- not fajita, chicken panini sandwich, whatever. And he usually eats like, uh, two times a day, you know, like, uh, breakfast and then, supper and a little snack in between. You know what I mean? Cool. I just wanted to get him stronger. I just wanted his body to be kind of aligned with everything and kind of get a, kind of get his central nervous system to connect to the proper muscles that were neglected while using machines. Cause that's what happens, right? Cause it's so focused on this one specific muscle. Uh, it neglects everything else. Uh, when, when it comes down to performing a compound lift, right? Which is why he was, Pablo was all limp dick, baby giraffe everywhere. And here's what happened, uh, 
from when we just started seven and a half months ago to now. Uh, Mr. Pablito has gained uh, about, I think uh, I just weighed him two weeks ago. And he was at 178. I be- Yeah, 178. He averages 180 to 178. Okay. And he literally told me, uh, he actually, he, he complained and pit, he complained, but like a happy complaint. He's like, I have to go shopping because none of my, none of my suits fit me anymore. And, um, like shopping, like, you know, as a doctor, I, especially at his, uh, in his level, uh, he's high up, uh, you know, he, he does presentations. He, so he, he dresses formal. Um, he has to buy pants. He has to buy shirts, belts, the whole shebang. Nothing fits him. Uh, so he went up a size, a couple sizes actually, in shirt sizes, and went up uh, in uh, like I think like half a size in his waist, like whatever. His legs are bigger. His wife says that his bum is bubblier. Keeps on grabbing it. Uh, you're welcome. And. Um, he just feels so strong. He feels strong. His energy is through the roof. Before when he met me, before he met me, uh, you know, he has long hours. You know, doctors, I salute, especially during this pandemic, I salute you doctors and nurses. It ain't fun. It wasn't fun for you guys. You guys got we, you guys got hit hard. You guys were the front, front runners uh, during this pandemic. And I salute you guys. Really. It's a lot of stress. Doctors, man, you guys have a lot of stress. And the fact that you're doing surgeries and operations, like our lives are in your fucking hands. The stress levels is unbelievable. And this guy would be up working, giving conferences in China, Thailand, all this stuff, Singapore, at random hours of the day. And his energy levels were through the roof. Has has been through the roof. And not only that... um, his stress levels have went down significantly to the point where when he goes to bed, not only does he fall asleep, but his quality of sleep is just tremendous. Like full blown, full eight hours. Uh, at first it was hard, you know, it was, it was a struggle. You know, it's, it's just a little applications that I would help him with to try to get him to sleep. And I wouldn't be like, go to sleep, Pablo, go to sleep, it's okay. None of that shit. Um, and uh, yeah, his, his strength is through the roof. Um, he looks great, he feels great, and most importantly, his upper cross syndrome, no more. No more. He's now more cautious. Look... Th- he has to do what he has to do for his job, right? That's This is what he makes his bread and butter, right? So if he has to bend his back, for fuck's sakes, he'll bend his back. But he's more aware of his body. He's develop, I've helped him develop mental cues that he could use while working out to get his chest out in front more and to get his, to, his scap, scapular, emphasize scapular retraction. And um, he's just an overall different person and uh yeah and I don't want to brag I'm just gonna say another story this past Christmas he gave me uh how it works like after a certain amount of uh 
sessions. Like you pay me. And this guy paid me like $500 more. And I thought it was a mistake. I was like, oh, a doctor making a, a mis- like a calculation mistake, but certainly $500. And uh, he said, no, this is a gift for you because uh, I never thought that I could ever feel this good. Not that he felt like shit before. He clarified that for me. But he said, Justin, um, the way I feel now, I have never felt like this before, even when I was active, even when I was like, uh, even when I, when I was younger, I never, ever, ever thought that I could get to the shape I'm at now. And I never thought that this would greatly impact my sleep and my energy for the better. And I have, I feel so much better. I have a much better relationship with my kids because I can keep up with them. I have energy with them. I, I, I could play sports with them. You know, uh, my sex drive is through the roof and compound movements does do that. There are many studies that prove this, by the way. And um, I, I want to thank you. And here's a little gift for you. And I know money will never, ever, 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 ever be able to explain how much this means to me. And this is why I love my job. Now, yes, I work at Costa Rica full time, but I only have a certain amount of clients that I train because when I train them, I literally put them under my wing, right? I'm all about quality over quantity. And I only have four clients right now And I put them under my wing and I give them everything and I educate them and I, and I make them, I hold them accountable. And, uh, with Mr. Pablo right now, after seven and a half months, um, now our next step is because he loves to run. He's an avid, uh, runner. Uh, we're going to be doing, uh, some speed work on the track once it gets nicer outside. And, uh, cause he's there now right? Uh, he's now in full control of his body and all these other little muscles that are being, uh, stimulated and being fired up while doing these compound movements are now built, right? And he's better coordinated and all these things. And you do not get that with machines. All right. Um, I got to head into work right now, guys. I just want to leave it off at that. Um, if you guys have listened up to now, it's now, uh, it's going to hit 39 minutes. I just want to let you guys know. Um, I just spoke about how I have, I only keep four clients under my wing and I give them my all and I educate them through this. I have a process the way, uh, the way I work, I have this process I go through and it's been, I I feel like it's a very, very good, um, process. I am starting a project of mine. I'm working on a project. It's a long-term project. It's, I consider this, I, this is going to be my bread and butter. Uh, this is going to be my foundation. This is what's going to set me apart from all these other fucking dumbass douchebag trainers out there uh, that, the social me, that social media tends to send out and flood our, uh, our social media platforms. And so if you're interested and knowing more about this, I invite you to send me a DM, whether it's on Instagram or Facebook, or if you know my personal number, shoot me a message because I'd love to talk to you about it 
Because what I need right now, I need testers. Testers. I need participants. Um, and yeah. So, and I want to get, I want to, I want to target more people. I want to, I have, my wings are getting bigger and I want, I'm looking for more people to have under my wing. Okay. So if you want to broaden your, uh, your knowledge when it comes to the, when it comes to fitness and know more thing and learn more things, uh, to, um, for what you can do for yourself to better, not just yourself, but your sustainable future and achieve your fitness goals, um, in a healthier, sustainable way to the point where you can keep these goals for the rest of your life. I strongly suggest that you message me and ask me what this is. And, um, this way it makes me know that you guys have listened to this episode that is now hitting 40 minutes, 41 minutes long. Okay. Um, so with that being said, guys, uh, send me a DM if you want to learn more information because I'm working on this project. Also, uh, if you guys feel like, you know, someone who needs to listen to this, or uh, whether it's you or someone you know or a loved one, please share this as much as you can. Tell that person to listen to this. Most importantly, give me a five-star rating on Apple Podcast and on Spotify. Give me a great review. And the most, most, most important thing, guys, is please do not forget to keep it simple. Take it easy, guys.